commencing countdown. Three, two, one. This is the contracting experience. Connecting government contracting professionals to the world around them through conversations with acquisition influencers, insights into evolving hot topics, and sharing lessons learned from the field. In this episode, we learn about the Air Force Acquisition Toolbox. There are three contracting folks that are part of this conversation. Two of the individuals are members of the SAF AQC Operational Imperative Field Support Team, Elizabeth Midkiff and Laura Fuller. And the third person is Air Force Material Command Contract Data Specialist, Justin Lyles. In this conversation, you'll learn about what the acquisition toolbox is and how it is supported for effectiveness to assist acquisition teams in using the latest tools. You will also get insights into how you can start using the acquisition toolbox today to enhance your acquisitions. Welcome, Elizabeth, Laura, and Justin to the podcast. Thanks, Amber. We're glad to be here. Yeah. So, Elizabeth, I'm going to start with you. What is the Acquisition Toolbox, and how is it different from other contracting SharePoint sites? So, the Acquisition Toolbox is a SharePoint site um, that's located on Air Force Contracting Central, and its purpose is to showcase different ways to apply innovative methods and flexibilities, um, no matter what, what stage of the acquisition a team is in. So the innovative methods that are displayed throughout the toolbox, they can be used by these teams to streamline and improve their acquisition process. So currently, I think the toolbox has about 680 tools, um, and some examples of those tools would be how-to guides, teams channels, best practices, lessons learned. We have some games on there. We have a lot of tactics, techniques, and procedures in a lot of different categories. We have augmented reality or AI tools on there. We have some five-minute videos, and we have lots of stuff for execution teams. And the tools, they're sort of organized either as a federal tool, a DOD, or a Department Air Force tool. And the toolbox is organized into seven different drawers. Um, the first six drawers of the toolbox are the main phases of an acquisition. Um, and we categorize those as requirements development, acquisition strategy, solicitation, evaluation, award, and post-award. And then our seventh drawer in the toolbox is the alternate authorities drawer. And so that drawer has tools related to all of the alternate authorities, such as other transactions, small business innovative research or SIBRs, uh, commercial solutions openings or CSOs. So yeah, so that's kind of an overview of what the acquisition toolbox is. I would say there's probably two main ways that the acquisition toolbox is different from just a regular contracting SharePoint site. The first way I think is that the acquisition toolbox is really, it's empowered by innovation, which is in its little uh, name or tag phrase. Um, it's not just another policy site that lists all the regulations and policies that an acquisition team has to abide by. The toolbox houses tools that are meant to really inspire acquisition teams to go out there and do things a little differently within their processes. And we recognized when we were developing the toolbox that, you know, hey, innovation can be different for each acquisition team. But just to kind of put it down in black and white, 
you know, we defined innovation for the toolbox to simply be either the process of like creating something completely new for your acquisition or just improving upon something that already exists. Like we know we have to do market research. We know we have to solicit, but how can we improve that? How can, how can we bring innovation into that process um, that already exists and, and do it better? So like some examples I would say of that would be like innovation for one team could be that they use a pitch day as their solicitation method or they use an oral proposal as their evaluation method. And we have tools in the toolbox for that. We have entire sections devoted to that. Or a team could use the game changer tool and AI to search thousands of policy documents related to their topic and just streamline that, that a little bit. So we really, we would develop the toolbox to encourage innovation. I would say that's the first way that it's different from a regular contracting site. I would say the second way that the toolbox is different from a regular contracting site is that it was developed to empower the entire acquisition workforce to be more innovative and streamlined. Um, It's not just a contracting toolbox. It's also for program managers. It's for contracting officer representatives, item managers, logisticians, financial analysts, everyone within the multifunctional team. And during the conception of the toolbox, we, um, in the operational imperative field support team, we were looking for a way, we were, we were in the process of forming our team and we were looking for ways to house or, you know, pull together all of the different topics or tools and, and, and ways we were helping teams out in the field. Um, because we, we were developed, our team was developed to go out and help the operational imperative execution teams with any barriers or challenges that they are experiencing within their acquisition. So we came up with this idea to have a toolbox to have just a, you know, a centralized location to house all the tools that we, you know, have found or developed um, and be able to share them real time with the workforce. So while we were developing this toolbox, we went out and we made a, a big effort to include other functionals in, in the development of the toolbox and to capture tools that, you know, program managers use and and, and would like to share. Um, so it's really, you know, it's an innovative space. It's to encourage and empower teams to be innovative. And then it's also for the entire multifunctional team. Awesome. Well, thank you for the, for the rundown on that. And so it sounds like there's a lot of tools in there, 600 plus, and it sounds like it's a one-stop shop place is what I'm hearing. Is that correct? Absolutely. Great. And so we want to make sure that our contracting folks that are listening to this or other acquisition folks, that this is not just for contracting people. This is for all acquisition teammates um, to go out and take a look at. And so if a team is thinking about trying something different or wants more resources to to research the route that they're going to take, that this could be a great place to start. All right, Laura. So the next question is for you. So what are the next steps for the acquisition toolbox? Well, first, uh, Amber, thank you for having us today and um, congrats on an excellent podcast. So the next steps for our acquisition toolbox, um, we're really excited so far about the progress we've made since its inception this year, but we're really, you know, we're really eager to enhance the toolbox further. So we have kind of two lanes of effort that moving forward, we're going to be working on. We have the sustainment and maintainment activities for the toolbox 
as well as those enhancing of the user friendliness or user interface of the toolbox clearly within the, the left and right bounds of a SharePoint site. So, you know, in order to sustain the toolbox, we didn't want to just make a SharePoint site, deliver it to the field and then walk away because we all know that would become like a, a stale product very quickly. So we have now dedicated knowledge owners for each of the toolbox drawer or pages, and they have a couple of tasks going forward. Partly those are to, again, sustain or maintain the toolbox. And those fall within everything from making sure broken links are fixed to incorporating kind of that user feedback loop. So we have that user feedback loop, right? We have a few ways for users in the enterprise or the field to provide feedback to our knowledge owners. They can either we have a dedicated toolbox survey on the acquisition toolbox, or they can go ahead and reach out directly to our knowledge owner or, you know, myself or Elizabeth as the, the site owners and recommend some feedback or provide feedback. So some of that feedback so far, you know, we've gotten immediate feedback from trainings that we've done, but we also, you know, we want to get feedback for what are some of those desired tools or tools that are really actually being used actively in the field. As far as tools in the field too. I would say, you know, as myself, I, I would sit by my program manager and I would see, Hey, that that's a pretty cool tool. And if I, you know, the next program manager I work with, I would recommend that tool to them. So if you, you know, kind of run across that instance as a contracting person and you find a cool tool that maybe your PM engineer or different functions using, go ahead and, and recommend that to the toolbox as well. Cause you know, we want to incorporate other functional tools as well. So so besides those kind of sustaining and maintaining activities, we're also going to be working on enhancing the user friendliness. So <laughs> what does that really mean? Okay, so we have the SharePoint site. We're going to you know diligently maintain it, but we're also going to keep adding content, right? So we're actively right now, we're developing some training videos and navigation guides for the toolbox. So some of the, the videos, they're going to be more designed to cater to our users with varying time constraints. We kind of came at it as a, if you have quick five minute, five minutes or 10 to 15 minutes, either go to the navigation guide or go to the training video to, you know, learn more about the toolbox. For the, for the training video, if it's a 10 to 15 minutes and you want to be kind of that more like expert level, just watch that video. And that's really going to walk you through each toolbox drawer and demonstrate, hey, how can I leverage these tools and inject that innovation into my acquisition or my contracting strategy. And then lastly, we are actively working to introduce the toolbox to our mission partners. So, so far, I think to this date, we've done about 18 trainings and that's been about 4,000 acquisition SMEs that we've trained and we're gonna continue to do that. So that's live trainings, which include, you know, going through the demonstration of the toolbox. We kind of started with our contracting professionals and now we're incorporating more and more different functions. So we've we've trained program managers, engineers, we've done trainings with the, the ACE, and we've gotten, you know, just great feedback. So we're going to keep adding and keep rolling out uh, training to uh, different functionals. It's great to hear that there's like, there. it sounds like there's been a lot of forethought on this, putting this toolbox together and building it and designing it um, just with as far as the, the standing up of the toolbox, but also sustaining and maintaining it. 
I think all of us listening have probably used a SharePoint site for something where you were like, oh, all these links are broke or this hasn't been maintained properly and, and it kind of hurts your ability to be able to use it. So it's it's great to hear that you guys are have already thought about that and you're already putting systems in place to make sure things are being addressed and also that you're getting user feedback because that's so important too and making sure that something tools are actually helpful to use and in this case the toolbox that holds all those tools so so i appreciate you sharing kind of the outlook and how that looks and also how the workforce that's going to be using this can give feedback and really make this the best toolbox for them like you said sharing tools that maybe they're using or have used in other offices and putting it out there at this one-stop shop for people to be able to access and find themselves. Definitely. And I want to put stomp as well. If, if there's a team out there, no matter the size of the team and they want, you know, individual training or demonstration of the toolbox, just reach out to Elizabeth and myself. I mean, we want to reach as many in the field or across the enterprise as possible and really give that, that in-depth training on the toolbox. So we're going to continue that moving forward and hopefully um, build the knowledge across the enterprise. Justin, can you tell me about the merger of the acquisition toolbox and the Air Force Contracting Central Business Tools page? And then what roles does each site play in the compilation of contracting business tools? Sure, Amber. Uh, first off, thanks for having me on the podcast. So as you know, I'm a contract data spe- specialist here in uh, headquarters AFMCPK, part of the digital division. And uh, so business tools such as these, you know, kind of fall under our purview. Uh, we're out there on the cutting edge trying to find uh, new tools that can help our contracting professionals. You know, obviously as part of headquarters AFMCPK, we're, we're here to help organize, train, and equip. And uh, the digital vision uh, which is one of the newer divisions of headquarters AFMC, you know, it really focuses in on the business tools and, you know, creating our processes to be uh, become more digital, more automated, uh, more efficient. These business tools that I'm going to talk about a little bit, you know, really get into that. So before the toolbox uh, was launched, you know, we kind of had a predecessor site to the toolbox that did somewhat the same function, but definitely not to the same level as what this uh, acquisition toolbox is doing now. So bottom line up front, you know, we're really trying to ensure that the contracting workforce is aware of what business tools are out there and uh, and are aware of how to use them and access them. Back in 2022, the digital division at at headquarters, AFMCPK, went through and compiled and evaluated approximately about 40 business tools. Uh, Some of them were submitted independently. Some of them were compiled by uh, some of my colleagues up here. And they went through a a rating system and were evaluated and ended up uh, being added to our our subpage. So we have an existing subpage on uh, Air Force Contracting Central called Business Tools. You can get there by either going to the homepage of Air Force Contracting Central, or you can go there now by clicking through the acquisition toolbox. And it's still there today. We've uh, kind of changed its uh, function a little bit, but it still serves a purpose uh, that we'll get into here in a minute. Throughout the last year, there's been about 38 to 40 tools that we've slowly added to as they get uh, evaluated and submitted. As I took over uh, earlier this year, taking over the administration of that page, I just kind of noticed that once the acquisition toolbox was launched, we kind of had a little bit of a duplication of effort. So uh, in order to, you know, cause or create some synergy between AFMCPK and and AQC, 
you know, I reached out to Elizabeth and Laura and said, hey, you know, I really like what y'all have done with this acquisition toolbox. You know, how can we at AFMCPK assist uh, in ensuring that the uh, Air Force contracting workforce is able to access these business tools, you know, get them out to the widest audience that we can and ensure that they've got the tools they need to, to complete their, their day-to-day operations. So, you know, I explained what all our page had on it and uh, where I thought that we could maybe consolidate and collaborate on, on our two sites. Elizabeth and Laura were great. They were receptive to the idea. We all agreed that this was something that we should look into. We got a blessing from leadership and, and off we went. So we decided that this launch would be a great opportunity to merge and consolidate our pages and so far, so good. It's uh, It's been a good ride to, to get that change in purpose, I guess you can say. Because at the end of the day, you know, Air Force Contracting Central has been a, an, an evolving page throughout the years. I think it's continually getting better each year, uh, easier to find things. It's being maintained more regularly. And, you know, the, the introduction of this acquisition toolbox uh, is just another example of that. So, so if you were familiar with our business tool site prior to the acquisition toolbox being launched, that SharePoint still a subpage on Air Force Contracting Central, and basically it was a, a a SharePoint listing of like I said about forty business tools, and that kind of then shifts when the purpose of our page will be to receive tools or tool ideas, uh, evaluate them, rate them, and then send them over across the fence to uh, Laura and Elizabeth to have them upload them. And, uh, and place those tools in the applicable drawer because this all kind of started with, you know, kind of coining the phrase, you know, let's get the tools back in the toolbox. So we had all the tools um, that had been evaluated and we wanted to ensure that they got located within the acquisition toolbox so that there was, like we said, a uh, one-stop shop for, for our workforce to go and, and pick up these tools. So, so yeah, they're, you know, both sites will now work together uh, with slightly different purposes. But so far, uh, I like the synergy that we've created. We've uh, reduced our duplication of effort. And I'm excited to see where both the Acquisition Toolbox page as well as the Business Tools site you know, go from here. Justin, I appreciate you sharing kind of like behind the scenes look on that, um, because I think sometimes when, you know, we're working out in the field, we're kind of unsure, like, what are those people at headquarters or SAFAQC, like, what are they doing? And I think overall, at these different levels, we're trying to help the workforce as best we can without causing them more work, right? So we're trying to make things as easier and effective, whether it's through new tools or consolidating efforts or anything like that. Um, so I appreciate you kind of sharing the behind the scenes look on two efforts that were going on that were really trying to help the the workforce and then how you guys came together and consolidate, consolidated those. So that way the workforce really can have this one-stop shop. Um, so they're not like having to click around all these different things, trying to find the information. They can go to the acquisition toolbox and find a lot of the information that they need. Exactly. You know, just to follow up on that, like, obviously, before I came into this role back in the day, I was a buyer, I was a PCO, I was a section chief, and, you know, all those different roles, you know, you use these different sites for, you know, research to find regulation, to do some market research on things. The biggest frustration you can have is either not knowing where to go, or you get to where you want to go, and you click on the link and the link's dead or it hasn't been updated in six years or whatever. So trying to ensure that all these tools are in an easy location that everyone can find and they're all aware of where they're at and that, excuse me, that they're all 
you know, continually being monitored and updated as a real goal that we have. And that's that's something that both AFMCPK as well as staff AQCP and AQCI, uh, we all share that common goal of trying to ensure that uh, these uh, acquisition and business tools are are being made public and, and maintained for everyone. So true. All right, Justin, can you go into further detail about the evaluation and rating process for business tools on the business tools page? Sure. So this evaluation process um, is not is basically unchanged prior to the acquisition toolbox. So we still have the same process map that we uh, utilized that, w- that was out here before the acquisition toolbox came out. And uh, we're going to continue to maintain that uh, for the foreseeable future. So, uh, you know, one thing I want to draw attention to is when you come to our business tool page, which, like I said, you can either get there. It's a sub page on Air Force Contracting Central. You can get there on the front page. Uh, or if you go to the acquisition toolbox, they've also put some links on on their toolbox site that will direct us to the business tool page. So if you're out there and you are if you're using a tool in your office or your organization or you have a great idea for a new tool that you think um, would be beneficial, the business tool page is going to be the place that you want to go. So like I said, the primary focus of our page is now shifted from compiling tools to you know receiving and evaluating and rating the tools so when you go to our page there's there's four main sections in there i'll just go through them real briefly so the block on the top left there you're going to see a block that that talks about guiding principles you're interested in seeing how uh, how we evaluate the tools what factors that we use what the rating system is we use an olympic you know metal system you know gold silver and bronze kind of our way of showing how uh, how effective and how efficient we think the tool is that's been submitted. Uh, that way, when users and users are going out and finding these tools, uh, they can come back to our site, see what the rating is for the tools that we've evaluated, and that way they have an understanding of uh, how strong we think that tool is. Uh, especially if there's there's sometimes there's more than one tool to complete a uh, you know the task that you need. So there's three or four tools that do very similar functions and one's gold and one's bronze and, you know, two are not rated, then perhaps you want to try out the gold one first, but that doesn't mean the other three won't fit the need either. Or maybe based on your unique situation, it would be better for your, you know, what you need. But one, it gives a little kudos to the in the organization or the individual that submitted it or, or came up with it. And then on the other side, it helps give some confidence to the end user that, uh, you know, some independent people have looked at these tools, evaluated them and, and, and pushed them out. So that's up there in the top left. You know, you can look through those guiding principles. On the right side is basically where we have two separate submission options. You can either submit a tool idea or you can submit uh, an existing tool that's actually been, you know, in operation that's being used. Both similar processes in, in submitting those. It's uh, basically you're just adding an entry to a SharePoint list. Uh, you're going to give some, you know, identifying information, depending on if it's a tool, uh, existing tool or an idea. Uh, kind of depends on what kind of information you're going to give. Obviously, if it's an existing tool, you're going to show us, you know, how to get to it or how to access it or, uh, you know, send us a copy if it's some sort of standalone software or something. And then, you know, you're going to give some other information in there that we'll be able to use to, to start our evaluation. Finally, there's a another block on there on the bottom left, and that's going to be where you go to look at access instructions for the 40 or so tools that we've already evaluated, as well as uh, being able to see those gold, silver, and bronze metal ratings that I talked about earlier. So uh, those are the four main sections of the site. 
like I said, the main thing that we're focusing on now is giving people the opportunity to submit those ideas and those tools for us to evaluate. So, you know, kind of giving a little plug there. If, if your organization's been using a tool and you think it's very valuable, your leadership thinks it's valuable, you know, it's, it's saving time, saving money, you know, don't be stingy and save it. Go ahead and submit it through our process and let's see if we can evaluate it and, and get it out there. Because once we go through our evaluation process, which, like I said, there's anywhere between five and 10 individuals that uh, use the metrics that we've created to um, evaluate the tool. And then based on that rating, we, you know, we give it a, a metal score. And then once we have that, if it meets the, the criteria, you know, I send it over to Elizabeth and Laura and let them know that this tool has, uh, you know, been evaluated and accepted. It's now, you know, I would say a, a recommended tool by FMC PKM, and then they'll go ahead and place it in the applicable drawer on acquisition toolbox. So, you know, so again, this kind of shows how the two separate uh, offices are working together. We're receiving these tools and ideas. And we're, you know, we're evaluating them, then handing them off to, to AQCP to get them into that toolbox so that everyone can use them. So, yeah, it's really the way that our site's now kind of morphing is into more of that evaluation purpose. And then we're going to hand them off to the acquisition toolbox when they're ready. So if you've got an idea, if you got a tool, come over to the site, you know, submit it, or you can send me an email and we can talk about the process a little bit. Uh, see whether or not it's ready for submission. One thing that we're kind of changing a little bit this year and going forward is we're trying to ensure that we're not just getting, you know, one-off ideas that, you know, haven't really been vetted by anyone. So this is something that, you know, just one office is using. Try to go through your chain of command a little bit. <clears throat> if you're working for, a, you know, a weapon system LCMC, you know, try to go through, you know, your branch and your division first, you know, talk to LCMC, see how, you know, maybe from a, more center-wide uh, impact, you know, if it's something that they would want to, you know, endorse uh, before bringing it up to the MAGCOM level. Uh, that would just save us a little bit of time to kind of ensure that uh, enough people are using the tool and enough people are seeing value before we start uh, evaluating and putting it over there in the toolbox. But yeah, either way, I think it's really, it's a really good setup we have going on. We're always willing to receive the ideas and the tools and uh, we look forward to seeing some more here in the near future. And for anybody that's listening to this, um, if you're not within the Air Force, um, then you're not going to be able to access this site. So I would just want to foot stomp that this is an internal Air Force site. So it's not going to be the, the link's not going to be in the show notes, but it's Air Force Contracting Central for those folks that are listening. And so the acquisition toolbox is accessible through there, as as Justin said, also the business tools page if you wanted to access that and to submit a potential tool for his team to review. So the last question I have for you guys, and I'm going to address this to Elizabeth, but anybody can jump in if they if they have any thoughts. Um, but just to give some context to the folks listening, what are some examples, Elizabeth, of how acquisition teams can use the acquisition toolbox? Let's say there's an execution team um, and they just got their requirement or the requirements package in. So they're getting ready to start developing their acquisition strategy. So they could go to the toolbox, look in a couple different drawers. We have an actual acquisition strategy uh, toolbox drawer. They could kind of peruse and, and see what tools are in there. But we would really like to encourage teams to go to the alternate authority drawer as well and just take a look through there um, and see if maybe there are some 
some alternate authorities out there that they weren't aware of. Uh, maybe there are some innovative ways to use those authorities um, within this requirement that they have. So the DAF, OT, and CSO library, other transaction and commercial solution opening library that were previously just out there on Air Force Contracting Central. So those two libraries are now located in the acquisition toolbox under the alternate authority drawer. They have their own little section um, and they're very large libraries. They have tons of different tools, federal tools, DOD tools, and Air Force tools. We also have a section in that drawer for small business innovation research. We have a section for partnership intermediary agreements or PIAs. We have a section for cooperative research and development agreements or CRADAs, prize competitions, procurement for experimental purposes authority. So there are lots of alternate authorities in there that we hope teams will go in, look through this drawer, look at the different guides, the different teams channels. We have templates, examples, um, TTPs, communities of practice they can look at and just see if maybe one of these alternate authorities fit their requirement um, that they have. So another example would be, let's say a team is approaching the award stage of their acquisition. So there are certain things that we as contracting individuals have to do when we award a contract. Well, if they go to the award door of the toolbox, um, they'll find a couple of DOD AI tools, such as the 889 Dora bot and then the determination of responsibility bot. So they can use those innovative tools and use machine learning to accomplish a human task of checking for the contractors required FAR 889 provisions or to determine responsibility. So those bots will take the contractor or offers information and go out there to Sam and they will actually pull their different reps and certs and put them into a, a format and send them back to the contract specialist or contracting officer. So it takes about an hour for the bot to do its work. So it's just, that's, that's an example of a tool that a team can use to just streamline a process that we have to do anyways. Um, and then a final example of an innovative tool that a team could use. So let's say a team's getting ready to do their market research. Market research is required, right? So a team could go out and use the Byzant tool um, or the AFWorks Turbo Innovate tool. So both of those tools are in the market research section of the toolbox under within the acquisition strategy toolbox drawer. So the Byzant tool, it's short for business intelligence. And we like to refer to it kind of like a Yelp for operational contracting. It's a map-based application, and it displays the capacity of the commodities and services available in the surrounding commercial market. So let's say you need to do some market research on um, companies and aircraft hangar rental or bus transportation. Let's say you're getting ready to do like an air show and you need bus transportation transportation information. You can go to Byzant, you can put in your information and other users have been updating the tool and you can get accurate and up-to-date market information with the actual contractor's information. And so it kind of helps you with your market research. Um, and then the AFWorks Turbo Innovate, it's an AI-driven market research tool. And so you can put in your different keywords for your requirement and the tool goes out there and searches different data sources and it will identify um, previously awarded SIBRs, 
for potential follow-on contracts that you could do. It searches like DOD and federal awards to include NASA. Um, It'll locate vendors. It'll locate subject matter experts within academia. And it'll pull all that stuff back and give you a market research, generate a market research report for you if you want. So these are just examples of taking something within the acquisition process. And as a team is either in that stage or approaching that stage, they can go to the toolbox, look at the different tools, and hopefully find something there that will bring some innovation in, streamline a process, give them some cost savings, you know, do something something that'll save them a little bit of time or just make it a little more fun. Those are just a few examples of some of the tools that we've put in there. And, you know, as working with Justin's group, we hope to add many more in the future and work to keep all these tools updated. And and Laura and I are always here to support if anyone has any questions, we can get you to the right POC for the tool if you're having issues navigating it or um, anything like that. So please reach out to us and we're available to assist. So, you know, I, from my own experience, we, we sometimes tend to just pick up the last contracting or acquisition strategy. And, you know, if it's not broke, don't, don't fix it type of approach. And, 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 and that's not necessarily a wrong way to, to do it, but you can always inject different tools or tactics or techniques into those strategies and iterate on it and make it more efficient. So no matter, like she said, where you are within that acquisition, what milestone you're at, you know, go into that toolbox and, and and see, hey, is there a technique in here that I can add into our contracting strategy? I'm a big proponent of oral presentations. And I, and I think that's like a huge way to save efficiencies that may not be innovative to some people, but if you've never, you know, added that to your strategy before, you know, maybe try that technique out and, and you'll see, you know, hey, this really uh, makes my evaluation time fly by. So I think Elizabeth hit on a lot of the great tools that we have. And we also <laughs> add new tools every day. I think we started with maybe 400 tools in the toolbox and now we're up to 680. So we have places like AppWorks just kind of creating these tools and just come back to the toolbox and see what kind of new tools are out there to kind of add to your to your efforts. So I think that's a really good invitation to those that are listening right now that if you've listened through this whole episode, no matter where you're at in your acquisition timeline, get on Air Force Contracting Central, take a look at the acquisition toolbox and see what might be in there that can help you today um, moving forward. And so I really want to thank all three of you, Elizabeth, Laura, and Justin for sitting in with us and being on the podcast. And um, I'm looking forward to the workforce using this tool. If you have suggestions for topics or people to interview or feedback on the podcast, you can submit those at thecontractingexperience@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening to the Contracting Experience podcast. Until next time, keep connecting to the world around you.